As companies are gearing up towards carbon neutral or net zero goals, what can a small to medium-sized enterprise do and how can they fund their sustainability projects? Welcome to The Circular Future, your source for thought leaders and innovations to help you be a business sustainability champion, even if it's not your core job. I'm your host, Stephanie McClarty, Head of Sustainability at Quantum Lifecycle Partners. In today's age, it's becoming a competitive minimum to implement sustainability initiatives. Customers are increasingly asking, how are you as a company being green? But finding another type of green to do these projects can be difficult. How do you find the money, especially as a small to medium-sized enterprise, or SME? With me to unpack this topic is Natasha Schutt, Director of Sustainable Finance, Commercial Banking at HSBC Canada. Natasha specializes in helping small and medium-sized enterprises, or SMEs, to access the capital required to transition to a low-carbon economy. Welcome to the podcast, Natasha. Thanks for having me today, Stephanie. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Well, I love that you're here to share your expertise with our listeners. And I want to know, I want to start off with that statement I just made. It is a competitive minimum for companies to be sustainable. Are you finding that? So a great example that comes to mind is a customer of ours that's a furniture manufacturer who won their largest contract to date because they embedded sustainability initiatives in their business And we're able to demonstrate this to potential buyers during the RFP process. And so this example demonstrates that sustainability can help create a competitive advantage and growth opportunities for customers. So clearly winning RFPs, getting business is an opportunity when it comes to demonstrating sustainability. What are the other opportunities? The other opportunities are building and addressing adaptation and resiliency into your business. And those that do are really future-proofing their business and building that competitive advantage, as well as driving innovation, growth, and operational efficiency. We've also had another customer who is reacting to consumer demand and expanded their product offering to include sustainable products, which created a new revenue stream for them and growth potential as well. We know that SMEs are entrepreneurs, they're innovators, and they're going to be critical in developing the innovative climate solutions required for the transition. So it's a real opportunity for SMEs to be leaders in their industries. One of the fascinating things that I've learned in conversation with you before is just how big SMEs are when it comes to supply chains. Can you tell us a bit more about that? HSBC actually um, did a white paper with Boston Consulting Group. And we know that global supply chains account for 80% of the world's total carbon emissions and will need to decarbonize to deliver that net zero outcome. So we know that SMEs represent more than 90% of the organizations in any given supply chain. Thus, providing SMEs with sustainable finance to support their transition is critical. And based on a white paper by HSBC and Boston Consulting Group, Global supply chains account for 80% of the world's total carbon emissions and will need to decarbonize to deliver net zero outcomes. Boston Consulting Group estimates it will require more than $100 trillion in total investment to reach a net zero economy by 2050 
And almost half of that will have to be directed towards SMEs. When I hear 80% of global emissions relate to supply chains, that is huge. And that to me speaks to the full scope three supply chain emissions that companies are trying to wrap their heads around and really find ways to reduce. So this really is a huge opportunity for companies to both reduce their emissions, but also to win business. Absolutely. And some examples of how we've supported SMEs to decarbonize their supply chain, that some that come to mind include a packaging company um, that we supported to diversify their supply chain so they could acquire compostable materials for their food packaging business. Another example is a bike distributor that we worked with to secure a supply chain of electric bikes. We are supporting SMEs across various sectors to support uh, decarbonizing their supply chains. And that is a huge challenge for us to reach our net zero outcomes. So speaking of challenges, what kind of challenges are companies facing as they're looking to implement these sustainability or low carbon goals? So based on surveys completed by HSBC customers, we know that SMEs face barriers in advancing sustainability. And some of those include uncertainty on where to focus, lack of resources, capacity, or a knowledge gap around this area, financial constraints, as well as a difficulty justifying the investment. So HSBC is here to help break down some of those barriers and help SMEs get started on their journey. And maybe we can talk about all the ways that we can support. And we we meet our clients where they are in their journey, as we know that this is you know constantly evolving. And um, every company is at a different stage. One of the questions that we get asked a lot at Quantum now is, within our network, we see you doing so much at Quantum in terms of sustainability. How do you know what to do? And I think this is a big challenge, as you've mentioned, for companies. So what are some of the ideas? What's the piece of advice you'd give to companies that are struggling with, we know we want to do something, but we don't know what to do? So HSBC has developed Sustainability Tracker, which is a tool that can support uh, SMEs on their journey. So basically, the company would complete approximate 12 question survey about their business. And it could be questions around, you know, do they own real estate? You know, do they own a fleet of vehicles? Where are they sourcing their energy? Are they already using renewable energy sources? And basically, this tracker or this tool populates suggestions on how they can get started on their sustainability journey. So suggestions on how they can transition. This dashboard has comparisons and benchmarking capabilities built in and tips on how to benefit from growth opportunities and cost reductions, as well as guidance on how HSBC sustainable financing products and services can support them. And this tool has really helped lead to deeper conversations about sustainability with our SMEs and helped, you know, start them on their journey. Is this tool free or is it something they'd have to pay for? Yes, it's a free tool. That's amazing. And who are the types of people within companies that are doing this tool? What are the types of roles within the company that are doing this tool? Um, so we're seeing CFOs because we know that, you know, aligning the financing with sustainability is really important. So we're seeing the CFOs, we're seeing CEOs. And typically when we're talking about SMEs, you know, the, the CEO is the founder of the company and wears multiple hats. So we're seeing typically the owner that's looking at this. But then also we can see people from the operations side as well who will be really, you know, important in implementing these type of initiatives and actions. 
So where can you find this tracker? So the sustainability tracker is available on the HSBC public website. Oh, amazing. And we will provide a link in the podcast so that our listeners can view it. What are some of the recommendations that are coming out of this tracker? Some of the recommendations include looking at, let's say, if you own a fleet of vehicles, what kinds of retrofits can you do to your fleet of vehicles? Or are you considering investing in electric vehicles and EV charging infrastructure? And what our team has also done is compile a list of the government incentive programs that are available to help with investment in clean transportation. HSBC is here to help support and finance the residual amount, but also to give you information on what incentive programs are available. Some other areas are real estate. We know that you know most SMEs own at minimum one facility. So whether it's retrofits to their facility, have they considered renovating or developing uh, to a green building standard? Some other suggestions could be around equipment if they're in the manufacturing sector. So have they considered energy efficient equipment? We're seeing that uh, a ton with manufacturing. So if these recommendations that are coming out are things like electric vehicles and building retrofits and even potentially solar, which can cost you know, let's say half a million dollars for uh, a warehouse building. It's great that you are adding in the potential grants that companies can get, but the residual amount of how much a company might need to pay for this can be a lot, and especially for an SME. So what are the opportunities these days to help these companies? We have a sustainable finance product suite. Um, It's the most comprehensive in the Canadian market, which really allows us to scale to support the smallest of businesses up to our large corporates with the sustainable finance solutions to help them in their transition. How does this sustainable finance actually work if I am an SME? We have two different buckets of products. And the one that I think is most applicable to SMEs are use of proceeds or what we call our green lending proposition. So this is when the loan proceeds are tracked and allocated towards green projects. So HSBC voluntarily aligns our green lending to the Loan Market Association's green loan principles, which aim to facilitate environmentally sustainable economic activity. Like we mentioned, the renewable energy, green buildings, and these are more project-based and can support companies at any stage of their sustainability journey, which I think is why SMEs can really take advantage of this product. Whereas we have a second bucket of products called incentive-based or sustainability-linked products. And that's where the cost of capital, so the pricing of the loan, is tied to specific predetermined sustainability metrics. The funds can be used for general corporate purposes, which makes these products different from the use of proceeds products. But these products are more for larger companies who have developed a credible sustainability strategy and established targets. So they're farther along in their sustainability journey. That's not to say that SMEs can't take advantage of this type of product down the road once they have established you know, targets. Well, as we were talking about earlier, every company has to start somewhere. So whether it's doing the tracker or leveraging uh, an organization like Green Economy Canada would be another one then they can implement some of these projects that have come out. Absolutely. And I'm I'm so glad you touched on Green Economy Canada because that is uh, a partnership that HSBC is a founding partner of Green Economy Canada's national hub, which provides businesses with training, 
resources and one-on-one support to measure their carbon footprint and set reduction targets. And we know that the most challenging piece for SMEs is beginning to track their emissions. And Green Economy Canada is the perfect organization that can support them in this process. What are the types of businesses that you're seeing that are accessing this sustainable finance? Are there particular industries or is it all across the board? I would say we're seeing a wide variety of sectors. It's really diversified, which is really great. So we're seeing anywhere from logistics companies to packaging manufacturers to real estate developers. Some examples that come to mind are the acquisition of electric trucks or electric forklifts. And we've even supported electric Zambonis, which I know is very Canadian. (laughs) We've also supported financing to replace diesel powered equipment with electric. And one that comes to mind is a recycling company. So we help them to acquire an electric ram baler to replace their diesel alternative. We've also supported uh, solar panels for office buildings. And we've seen that again across a diversified sector base. And then we've also seen, as I said earlier, like most companies have a real estate portfolio. So we've seen companies develop or renovate their existing buildings to a green building standard, like the internationally recognized lead gold or platinum standards. We've supported installation of energy efficient technologies in buildings like LED lighting solutions energy-efficient windows and doors, and the examples go on. Um, But one of my favorites is I did a lot of research on breweries and sustainable practices. And so we've supported breweries with acquiring packaging equipment to convert their single-use plastic ring carriers to paperboard rim packaging, as well as acquire energy-efficient equipment to make their brewing process less carbon-intensive. I love all of these examples because it just goes to show that whatever business you are in and potentially whatever role you are in within a company, there's possibilities there. And if you're finding that financing is a barrier, there's possibilities there that you may not have considered before. What are some of the risks that SMEs might face if they don't implement these sustainable projects into their strategy? Great question. A few that come to mind are transition risks, which can include policy, technology, and market risks. We know that consumer preferences are shifting towards low-carbon products and services. And we know from surveys, consumers will pay more for a sustainable product. I did some research on breweries and sustainable practices, and consumers are willing to pay more for a sustainably produced beer. We also know that to address these risks, companies have diversified their suppliers in response to, for example, the single-use plastic ban that came out recently in Canada. Some of the other risks are the physical risks, which are you know, extreme weather conditions like we've seen recently with the forest fires, as well as dwindling resources. To address this, companies are installing solar panels and backup batteries to ensure continued power during climate events. Another risk that comes to mind is climate-related disclosures. So in 2022, regulators took action to enhance and align ESG reporting standards globally. Uh, Canadian securities administrators propose regulations that may require publicly traded companies to disclose their Scope 3 emissions. And we know some large corporates are already voluntarily disclosing. Uh, SMEs are typically uh, the suppliers to the large corporates, and we can expect that standardized emissions reporting to be mandated in the future. And an example of this is the 
Canadian government is requiring disclosure from major procurement partners of scope one and two emissions, this will likely move down the value chain over time to smaller organizations like our SMEs. We are getting asked more and more by larger companies around, here's where we want to go. We want to be net zero by 2030 in terms of a portion of their business. How can you support us? So it just goes to show you as well that drive and demand that SMEs can really be a part of if they embrace these new sustainability initiatives and and go on their own sustainability journey themselves. What would be one piece of advice you would give to an SME in terms of sustainable finance? We know that sustainability is important to businesses because they create opportunities for cost reduction and efficiency gains, increases their reputation among stakeholders like their customers, and enables them to pursue growth opportunities and opens up new markets for them. So with increasing pressure from stakeholders and the evolving regulatory landscape, SMEs need to be engaged on sustainability. SME action is key to delivering on a net zero transition. SME action is imperative, yes, to deliver on net zero. Thank you so much, Natasha. That was so insightful. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. So how do people get in touch with you? For anyone interested in exploring our sustainable finance solutions further, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn or you can visit the HSBC website. And we'll put all those links in the show notes as well. And remember, if your project involves sustainably disposing of your end of use or retired IT assets, like your laptops or your cell phones, head on over to quantumlifecycle.com and contact us. This is a Quantum Lifecycle podcast, and the producer is Sanjay Trevetti. Thank you for being a circular future champion in your company and beyond. Logging off.